Carmelo Hayes cashed in his breakout tournament contract to win the NXT North American Championship on last night's episode of NXT 2.0. It's a move that caught us by surprise, but I guess it shouldn't have caught us by surprise at all because Hayes has been warning us the whole time. I'm Ryan Joy and I run MissBellTime.com, a website, database, tracking pro wrestling around the world. On today's show, we're going to talk about Carmelo Hayes' big win and the rest of NXT 2.0. We also have headlines from the last 24 hours. The NXT guru, John Smith, is in the house. And this is the Daily Wrestling News Show for October 13th, 2021, where we sort through all the bullshit in wrestling news to find you the truth. All right, John Smith, welcome to the show. It's a... It's an interesting day. We're following up on NXT 2.0. We had a big title change. It was a move we didn't see coming, uh, and everybody is calling it a big swerve. Yeah, that's the first thing I said to you today, that Carmelo Hayes is going to have to change his nickname to Swerve because none of us saw that coming, and I love that about wrestling sometimes. like They made us forget about that contract just long enough where you know when it happened, we didn't see it coming. Even when he came out and helped – Exactly. Or when they came out and helped, I still had no thought of that happening. I couldn't have imagined it occurring. And we all knew that the title was changing hands last night, but not in the way that it happened. Exactly, exactly. Let me break down what happened to catch people up that might have missed last night's episode. But Carmelo Hayes won the NXT North American Championship. Uh, I don't know if we're supposed to say the NXT 2.0 North American Championship or just the NXT North American Championship. Uh, I think the show is called NXT 2.0. I think it's still called NXT, though. Okay. <laughs> Sant- <laughs> so Santos Escobar had the title shot last night on uh, his faction, Legado Del Fantasma, took care of Hit Row early in the night. They took out BFAB and Top Dalla. Ashanti Theodonis was not, couldn't, we had no idea where he was. Um, Swerve said, though, it didn't matter. He was going to take the North American Championship to SmackDown. Uh, Legato Del Fantasma got involved in the match, but Carlo Hayes and Trick Williams served as good citizens, it would appear. Uh, they took care of Legato Del Fantasma during the match to equal things out. Swerve got the victory over Carmelo Hayes with the JML driver. And if the episode ended right there, we would have had Swerve as the new SmackDown North American champion. But Carmelo Hayes cashed in. Uh, his breakout tournament contractor. He hit what looked like a famouser from the top rope, but uh, Vic Josephs called it an axe kick. Uh, either way, it got him the win and the title. Uh, so Santos, or not Santos Escobar, Santos Escobar yeah. took the loss. Carmelo Hayes, the new NXT North American champion. Yeah, maybe we get Santos going after him, but I don't think it's going to be that way because they're both heels. So. Uh, I, I'm curious to see what's next for Santos. Maybe he moves on to the main event. Yeah, maybe so. I, maybe I'd love to see so. him challenge Tommaso because I'm I'm still thinking Braun Breaker's too green to win that title. I don't think they're going to put it on him yet. So I'd love to see a Santos and um, and Champa angle. Well, when, we're, when we talk about at Halloween Havoc two weeks from now, I, I will be very interested to know whether we're talking about a new NXT champion. Or whether we're talking about a whole new suite of champions, for that matter. Because uh, we'll talk about Halloween Havoc in a bit here. But 
at least three of the titles are on the line that night. So um, we could have a whole new set of champions that night. So Carmelo Hayes, I got a little bit about his background, I guess. Not a ton to say, really. He was an independent wrestler, which is funny because it's not the kind of guy that they're put they're you know setting up for uh for runs right now but he was an indie wrestler before he got to nxt uh he worked he worked at beyond that's where he debuted and then limitless and northeast a bunch of other places before he signed with nxt just this past february he debuted in june answering an open challenge of kushida's he lost that he then invoked john cena with a ruthless aggression promo which resulted in a loss to adam cole uh and then he entered the breakout tournament he he defeated josh briggs duke hudson and odyssey jones to get the contract that brought us to last night his friend trick williams he uh debuted on the episode of nxt 2.0 the first episode so uh they are together as a, a tandem or whatever so carmelo hayes the new nxt north american champion what'd you think of his finisher john the famous or i i was trying to decide it because when vic joseph's called it an axe kick i was thinking it should look like more like a top rope thing that booker t used to do right like booker t did like that yeah with the with the legs going opposite each other yeah, yeah. it was more like a leg drop I, when it comes to to moves like that i don't like the setup though it's not realistic to me like same way with ember moon's finisher where like the person has to be positioned in such a way yeah. But it's like it's luck that they're in that position because you have to climb that rope. It's not like you could set them up in that position and they'll stay like a statue. So like I don't I don't I'm not a big fan of that. Like at least make it a springboard thing so it's a quicker finish yeah. where like the as the guy's getting up, you hit it instead of him having to just stand there with his like hunched over for five seconds while you set it up. Yeah, the other thing is I I don't think this was executed quite the way they wanted to because uh Carmelo's Hayes took most of this. I, th I think Swerve had to bump after, uh, you know, he he didn't really get taken down with it. So if right. it was supposed to be like a leg drop bulldog thing, I'm not. Uh, Hayes took most of the impact on his uh, the side of his leg. So I, hopefully they work on that a bit because he's not going to have any hips left if he continues uh, continues with yeah. that way. So. All right, some other stuff on NXT last night besides the new North American uh, champion. We had our first look at Ivy Nile uh, in the ring as a, a competitor. She de defeated Valentina Froyce in 241, so we didn't get a whole lot of time with her. But, uh, John, did you form any opinion on Ivy Nile yet? Just that she's a machine. Like you can't really tell what what she can really do in the ring yet, but you can tell what she like what she could physically do and. At, you know, if she can put together a good match, I think that, you know, they got something with her because she's different. Yeah, she has good functional strength, that's for sure. And um, one thing they did in the match, they, they focused on that, basically, right? The, all the things that they that she could do really well, they featured. Um, I don't know if there's other, you know, other pieces of wrestling that she can't do well and they didn't focus on. But uh, she they definitely featured the stuff she could do very well, so... Uh, good, good first act for her. I think. Iki Manjuro had a match against Julius Creed. He insisted upon the match, uh, and I think it was the best outing that Jiro's had, right up until the point where Julius Creed caught him and slammed him to the mat and pinned him. But um, yeah. we saw a lot of offense from Jiro more than we have on 
uh, NXT in the past. You get that sense from from the Creed brothers that it's like everybody else is trying to pro wrestle and they're just trying to F you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're okay until they catch you. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> Um, we had, of course, this is NXT 2.0, and it's all about debuting new people and throwing things against the wall and seeing what sticks. And so we had another vignette last night. And John, I know you said you missed it because you were flipping through fast forwarding commercials and stuff like that. Uh, Solo Sequoia, I guess. I, I don't know what his, the pronunciation is, but he had a vignette. Uh, he is the uh, younger brother of Jimmy and Jay Uso. Uh, though they didn't play into that on NXT last night, he's just coming soon. Uh, they talked about he talked about being left out on the street since he was 15 years old. So, uh, man, Rikishi is kind of a rough dad if that's the case. Maybe that's why they didn't um, mention that he's an USO. Yeah, so, exactly. So he could have like a different gimmick because I doubt that they're gonna play into that. Like, oh yeah, my dad favored. Favored my twin brothers over me. I mean, that would be fun, I guess, but I don't think that's the direction they're going to go. We'll see how good he is. If he's great, he might be on SmackDown uh, behind Roman Reigns here. In is about is he a big guy? Like, I didn't see it, like you said. So I, I don't know. How big is he? Is he just like normal Uso size? I think he's normal Uso size. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think we got to look at like how he is in comparison to anybody else. So I, I think yeah, that's I guess, yeah. about it. We also had the first tag outing of Persia, Parada, and Indy Hartwell. They got a W. Um, I guess the big question here is what's up with the way? Um, because, you know, Indy laid a big kiss on Dexter before she walked out. But uh, no Candice LeRae, no Johnny Gargano. Austin Theory's beating Jeff Hardy on Raw. So uh, I guess the way has gone the way of the Undisputed Era, maybe? Yeah, I don't. It was so, it was so good for so long too. It was. It's kind of a shame that it just dissolved. It didn't. It didn't even end. We didn't right. even get to see like a like an, a finish to it. It's just gone. It's gone, and we'll never have it back. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Candice, we know Candice is pregnant, so she wasn't going to be competing, and she wasn't going to be tagging with Indy, um, you know, to go after the tag titles or anything. So, I guess you know, Candice is off TV. Austin Theory's gone up. Indy has a great program that she's working with Dexter Loomis. So I guess it's it's kind of like maybe they they figure they spun off the stars that they wanted to. Yeah, they could have done so much fun stuff with that pregnancy. You sure. know, just backstage vignettes. It could have been at their home where she didn't even have to go to work. You know, they yeah. could have just done some real fun stuff. They always have like the Johnny Gargano really surprised me. I was never a, a Johnny fan, and then when the way started, he flipped me around. Man, I love him now. It really he was able to tap into like a different part of his personality, right? Because up until that point, he was just serious wrestler, and even and then he was like a bad guy, serious wrestler. But he was just a wrestler, and then he tapped into all this comedy and stuff that I had. Like you said, I had no idea that it would existed inside him so yeah zion quinn he got a another victory over malik blade he used a flying forearm so uh tito santana can can be happy to know that he lives on <laughs> through zion quinn uh reba uh kyle o'reilly and von wagner got a win over pete dunn and ridge holland and i mentioned last night on the essential wrestling podcast uh john that i thought for sure ridge holland would not 
lose on the way out of town. And it's possible that he might have another match next week on NXT, but he's only got that last show. Uh, but Von Wagner pinned Ridge Holland. Yeah, put him over clean. I was very surprised about that as well. Yeah. I think Von Wagner needs to do something with his look, though, because he's one ugly mf'er, man. Like, like a, some like like a little bit of war paint, uh, you know, just something to distract me from that forehead. Holy crap! Uh, I don't want to be mean or anything, but <laughs> maybe put a mask on. <laughs> Poor guy. I mean, he's like, like a Vader mask, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel I feel bad we're even saying this stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah, like we're we're sitting here like we're some sort of Adonis's, yeah. but like no, I'm just saying it's distracting. You're you're used to looking at good looking people when you watch like especially WWE products, you know, mm-hmm. like on both sides of it. And then when you see this Crow Magnet forehead on the guy, it's like he's the the literal missing link. Sorry, Mister Beverly. <laughs> right. Well, I think you know the th- the thing is though he is really huge. And actually, when I saw him in the ring with Rich Holland, I thought, oh, my God, Rich Holland's bigger than I thought he was because he's, he stood kind of toe-to-toe with him, and he's Rich Holland's a lot, very, a lot thicker than Von Wagner. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he's a, he's a real big guy, and I know that's probably what they're leaning into, and they'll, they'll figure something out. Uh, hopefully, when his character starts developing and stuff like that, uh, he becomes either a repulsive or endearing <laughs> figure, you know? You know, so don't look at me. I'm hideous. <laughs> I didn't mean it quite like that, but I guess it works. <laughs> All right. Well, the opening contest was Tommaso Ciampa versus Joe Gacy. And Joe Gacy had an opportunity to earn himself a title shot at Halloween Havoc. He did not succeed. He did not win. Uh, he did not win, so he did not get added to the Halloween Havoc title match. Uh, but there's something funky going on with Harlan, who is the former Parker Bordeaux, I kind of theorized, I thought that Harlan was going to be going after Joe Gacy, but Harlan attacked Tomasa Ciampa post-match, and then Joe Gacy kind of did a Jedi mind trick on him, and that was that. It was weird. Very weird. He like, kind of caressed his face. It made, it made me uncomfortable. Like, what's going on here? Was, you know, Here I thought that this was Nails 2.0. Just coming out and destroying somebody with a vengeance, but now he, I guess he's got some sort of mental thing going on with Joe Gacy. I'm interested to see where it goes, though. You know, this could be tapping into a really funny thing for Joe Gacy, right? Like we we kind of thought that he was just kind of a wimp based on the new character, but it could be that he's like a cult leader or like some <laughs> really weird. He's got some weird mind tricks that he plays on people or something like uh, we'll see where this character goes. Cause I think it's got, this makes it a lot more interesting. And if so. that's the way it goes, I'd love to see Dexter Loomis get involved either like with them or against them. Right. Yeah. This Parker, Parker Bordeaux's Harlan character. Uh, it is a little reminiscent of how Dexter started. I mean, not with just the fact that he's like lurking. Right. And, and staring yeah. doesn't say anything. Well, so We'll see where it where it kind of evolves into, but yeah, Dexter has to get involved at some point. <laughs> all right. Well, I want to tell people. Uh, well, first of all, let's go Halloween Havoc. So we got three matches: Tomasa Ciampa versus Braun Breaker uh, for the NXT Championship, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark versus Jace Jane and Gigi Dolan for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, 
and Raquel Gonzalez versus Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Championship. That's a spin the wheel, make a deal for the stipulation. So we could have a whole new suite of champions. Toxic Attraction could be holding all the women's gold at the end of Halloween Havoc. That's two weeks from last night. Uh, John, how many title changes do you think on Halloween Havoc? Is this the new, new breed taking over, right, from the, the old guard? No, I don't. I I can't see them having Ciampa drop the belt to Braun Breaker unless somebody came out and, and screwed him out of the title, which is possible. But I, I just don't know. Like we, I'm picking that, by the way. I'm picking Braun Breaker to win. Are I, you? Yeah, no, I, I, I can't. I, I can't see it happening. Not yet. I, I got I think the, the tag title, the women's tag titles could and should change hands because I don't really think Zoe Stark and EO are that good together. And Mandy Rose, I don't think should be winning that belt though. But like, it makes sense to have all three of them win the belts on the same night. If they would do, I don't know. It's tough, man. I gotta, I gotta put a lot of thought into it. I guess I hadn't thought about it much yet. If everything feels kind of fluid, like Raquel is somebody who I thought for sure should just get called up at, on during the draft, but they didn't make, they didn't pull that string, and maybe they will eventually. Um, you know, Maybe she Vince can was, like be a surprise rumble entrant and actually win the thing, and that's how she makes the main roster because that they've never done something like that before, and she's never big have, enough. Be cool. Yeah, and she's big enough and good enough to 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 make it work. Right. You know, and with Vince and Bruce and everybody kind of more involved with NXT, perhaps we'll see some uh, some interplay with Survivor Series this year. We only got we got lucky with that two years ago. Um, or three years ago, I guess, at this point. Um, so it was two years ago, 2019. Um, but maybe we'll maybe we'll get lucky and maybe they'll involve NXT this time too since they're more involved. But uh, And then how that plays in with all these Raquel and getting called up maybe or Ciampa even. Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, I, I don't know. They're, they're kind of like the old guard now too, so... Yeah, Zoe's been around for what, like five months and she's old guard already? Yeah, yeah, because she made her debut too early. <laughs> yep. But uh, although I do think Zoe has unlocked a little bit of EO's character that we hadn't seen before. So I think that the fact that she, EO can play off of Zoe has been good, uh, has been good for this run for EO, you know, the post championship run. So. Yeah. All right, next week we do have Odyssey Jones versus Andre Chase. And in pre-prod, I said to you, if Andre Chase doesn't yell the F word three or four times during the match, I think his his character just becomes unbelievable. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess they'll probably censor him for sure. It, it gets Chompa me every time. Him. It gets me every yeah. time. You're just so not used to that in any form of wrestling. It's just like... <laughs> yeah. And it's and so unnecessary, too. <laughs> They they bleep it in just the right way to where you hear the k at the end, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we also have Tomasa Ciampa and uh, Braun Breaker versus GYV next week. So, uh, so that's that. And I mean, when it comes back down to it, John Carmelo Hayes, the new NXT North American Champion. Uh, thoughts on who he's going to be wrestling, kind of out of the gate because he doesn't. There's no return with Swerve because Swerve's gone. So. All right, maybe maybe they just do a quick thing with Santos, and he beats Santos with the help of Trick or something, and then he can move on to maybe Kushida. I think that would be a good first feud. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see how this division kind of sorts itself out with all the new people they've put in. Like, who are they going to put in toward the top and who are they going to put in toward this middle card belt? Um, are they going to, you know, is just, for example, is Von Wagner going to be wrestling around the NXT championship or is he going to settle in and maybe win the North American championship? So. Parker Bordeaux, Joe Gacy, tons and tons of people. Tony D'Angelo, we didn't even talk about him. He wants to be on Lashing Out with Lash Legend. So, we'll <laughs> not anymore. He threw, oh yeah, he threw that. He threw the producer in the trunk. He threw the mark in the trunk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, one of the things that we have coming up on the channel here, the Eastern Observer channel, is. The Bound for Glory uh, a special, we're going to do that somewhere around October 23rd. We might have a little time thing there. I'm not sure, but we are going to do a big preview. Al Carl will be hosting that with uh, with John Smith and John DeCani. And we're going to go through Bound for Glory. Quick rundown on what's happening on Bound for Glory. We have Christian Cage versus Josh Alexander. Deanna Perrazzo versus Mickey James. Awesome Kong will be inducted into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. We will get a new X Division champion. Uh, right now, we know Trey Miguel versus Steve Macklin. We're going to add a third to that, uh, and we'll figure out who that is on Thursday when Willie Mack, El Fantasmo, and Rohit Raju compete in the last triple threat match to determine who gets added to that uh, X Division championship match. We have the debut of The Inspiration, the former Iconics. Call Your Shot Gauntlet, which includes already Rich Swan, Brian Myers, Moose W. Morrissey, and Eddie Edwards. We're going to have the first digital media champion crowned at Bound for Glory. Up, uh, We know so far John, Skyler, Crazy Steve, and Fala Ba have all advanced in the tournament today on social media. You can uh, follow Impact Social Media to figure out when where they're going to post this. But there will be a Jordan Grace versus Johnny Swinger match in that uh, to kind of determine another competitor in that, in that tournament. So uh, a lot going on with Bound for Glory this year. And John, there's rumors. The rumors are out there of Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman of, of being two guys that are potential for uh, Bound for Glory. Tony Khan said he has not had any conversations with Bray Wyatt whatsoever. So that led people to think that Bray might go impact. Uh, so could, it's going to be a not miss show, that's for sure. If Bray Wyatt will be successful wherever he goes. I think if Braun Strowman went to AEW, he would kind of get lost in the mix after the initial, you know, sure. yeah, the initial shock and you know push and getting him all over TV. But I think he would dominate in you know, Impact as well. I think that would be a great landing spot for both of them, and it would it would get more eyes, especially if Bray Wyatt was there. It would get a lot more eyes on the product because the Kenny thing worked for like two weeks, and then it kind of went right back to the way it was. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is, uh, I just feel like the Fiend stuff works in the Impact universe with your Rosemary's and Havocs and Sue Young and, you know, the, all the all the Sue Young's followers and James Mitchell and all that stuff. So it all kind of fits together. But again, we'll see what happens. So, yeah, I don't think we're going to be missing them for much longer, both of them. Right. Bray Wyatt, his, oh, this is, this is what's crazy. Bray Wyatt's non-compete actually runs out on Halloween. So that might pose a problem for him showing mm. up at Impact's Bound for Glory, but it is, it is fun 
that Bray's contract <laughs> up on Halloween. So. And is Braun's contract, you know, is he good now or is he's he still on now. his? Okay. Yeah, he, he's clear. Uh, in fact, he's already done some things. He EC3 has his own pay-per-view that he does, I don't know, a couple times a year or whatever. And uh, Braun was on the last one. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So he's he's taking bookings, I guess. All right. Well, we're going to tell you all the different ways that you can support us and support the show. Uh, and when we're done, we'll come back. We'll talk about some of the top stories in wrestling. So stick with us. We'll be right back. If you love the Daily Wrestling News Show, then I want to tell you how you can support us. First, check out BodySlamClothes.com. You can get a variety of shirts for just $20, and all of them come in the super soft style, and the price you see includes all sizes and shipping. Get 10% off two or more shirts with the promo code SHIRTS10. Go to BodySlamClothes.com right now to check it out. And join Joey Jarzenka, Ian Schreier, and Robert Luca on Friday nights for the Primetime Rundown. They take you through the world of sports, and the show kicks off each Friday at 7 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And each Tuesday, Al Carl hosts the Essential Wrestling Podcast alongside John Smith, myself, John DeConi, and Gary Mahaffey. It's another week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Here are our analysis on who we think is going to win the week's matches. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. Pro Wrestling Pick'em. It's a place where you can join or host a Pick'em League to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling. Create an account and join a league now at ProWrestlingPick'em.com so you can play against your friends or play against the universe. And the Body Slam Brigade newsletter. Currently going out to over 4,200 people each Friday. It consolidates all the top stories in professional wrestling into a quick-to-read email written by me for you for free. Sign up now at BodySlamBrigade.com. And of course, this show, the Daily Wrestling News Show. We're here every day, Monday through Thursday, and occasionally on Friday. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or watch us live on Facebook and YouTube at 10 a.m. This is the Daily Wrestling News Show, and we thank you for your support. Okay, into the headlines. It's Wednesday, and typically that means there's dynamite on tonight, but not this week. This week, Dynamite has to move to Saturday. They're being preempted. Uh, so some things that you might want to check out instead if you need your wrestling fix on your Wednesday. MLW has their 7 p.m. show on YouTube. They're going to be having the Opera Cup opening round, a uh, couple of matches there. Tom Lawler versus Davey Richards is in the Opera Cup opening round. Also, Calvin Tankman versus Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty, we're going to see him on uh, AEW a lot more going forward, so... Good person to check out there. And then Delmi Exo versus Brittany Blake. Delmi Exo is one half of the tag team known as the Sea Stars. So that's Major League Wrestling's tonight. Also, Ring of Honor does a Women's Wednesday show on their YouTube channel. That's usually, I think it starts at like 6 o'clock, and it's usually a one-match show. So quick, in and out, easy watch. So you can check that out, too. So um, is um, is a dynamite happening tonight and then airing on Saturday, or is there, are they doing it live on Saturday? They're doing it live on Saturday. And what about Rampage the night before? Is that going to be live also? Yes, it is. Rampage oh, will okay. be live. Uh, both of them taking place down the street from me in Miami. So the James L. Knight Center uh, Rampage is going to have uh, – Rampage is actually a two-hour show this week, um, but right. the first hour is a – is a sort of a pre-show buy-in free on YouTube. So you can go watch that there. Um, they've announced Brian Danielson 
will be facing Minoru Suzuki and Bobby Fish will be facing Lee Moriarty. That's ahead of the Bobby Fish Brian Danielson match the next night on Dynamite. So uh both of both events down there in Miami. So uh, I have a hotel room. So I'll stay over, watch both. There you go. Yeah. Uh last night, NWA Power season six, episode six, the team of Luke Hawks and PJ Hawks. Luke Hawks has been around forever. Uh PJ Hawks is his son. That team advanced, and also the end, which is Paro and Odin. They advanced advanced in the to the finals of the NWA tag team title number one contender tournament. The winner is going to face La Rebellion, which consists of Mech Wolf and Bestia 666. The NWA's next big show isn't until December 4th. And they're still airing. This is how much they have in the can. They're still airing stuff from their tapings that followed the NWA Empower and NWA 73rd show which I, that was seemed like it was months ago, but it was probably last month. So AW Dark has only four matches last night, and I think that's news. <laughs> <laughs> Ring of Honor week by week was just a recap episode, and in Impact Wrestling, I mentioned earlier, uh, the Digital Media Championship Tournament, um, that continued yesterday. Followed by, he advanced. Jordan Grace competes against Johnny Swinger today in that tournament, which... They're, I can't remember if they're posting it on Impact Plus or YouTube or everywhere, but it's out there in the digital media. So check that out. Do we know how many people are going to be in this tournament? Or like, is it a tournament? I, it's it's weird because they've announced a bunch of opening, what I think are opening round matches. They announced it as a tournament. Mm. And yet we've just been hearing, okay, this match and this match and this match. For all I know, it, when we get to Bound for Glory, it could be a scramble that includes all these people that won their opening round match, or maybe we'll have semifinals and finals. I, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I would like to know, Impact, if you're watching. <laughs> well, Impact's going to impact. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, speaking of Impact impacting, AC Romero requested and was granted his release from Impact Wrestling. I think the news came out from that yesterday. Uh, we knew that, we've known for a while that AC had requested his release, and this is probably the right move for him because, you know, he got COVID a while back, and then they, and just for whatever reason, he got taken off of the Impact programming, and he was on a per-date deal, so he was only getting paid when he worked, and he, yeah, he was under an exclusive contract. So this is probably the right thing for all parties involved. And uh, good luck to AC. Hopefully he finds a home somewhere and uh, or makes it big on the indies. So, yeah. Uh, Larry D still under contract. So no change in his status. I love Larry D. I, I like to see him, him get a little bit of a singles push. Nothing major, but, you know, an X Division title loss or something. <laughs> I'd love to see X Larry D in an X Division title match loss. Yeah. <laughs> it, would, it would definitely be a step up in for his career. Yeah, yeah. Killian Dane, he is uh he has announced a bunch of dates. So uh of course Killian Dane was one of the people that was released from NXT a while back. He is going to be wrestling again overseas. OTT, ICW, Rev Pro all have announced dates with him. Um so Good for uh, Big Demo as he's going by on the uh, on the indies there. So good for him to be working again. So glad to see that. Yeah, John. Any words of advice? 
I do have a word of advice for you guys. Um, when you meet a girl at the bar, one of the first oh. things you should do is ask if she's married. <laughs> <laughs> I met this awesome chick this past Friday. I was wearing my hot rod um, t-shirt and she started talking to me about wrestling. That's the only reason I mentioned the shirt I was wearing because it was like a like a conversation starter. Like she started talking to me, blah blah blah. We're talking for like an hour and a half. Like she bought me drinks, I bought her drinks, this and that. I asked her for her number. She's freaking married. I'm like, and you don't lead with that. And like it was totally like like a flirty situation. Like we were facing each other, even though we were like sitting at the bar. It was like I thought I met this incredible girl that I was gonna be like bragging to my friends about, and then she was married. So, and she wasn't even wearing a ring. Oh, I'm not happily married. Yeah, get out of here with that. Like, you just wanted to see if what, what you can do that night and who you, what kind of fish you could reel in. <laughs> Prove to yourself you still had it or something. Oh, man, I was so upset. And she, like, she knew her stuff. She knew AEW. She knew NXT. Like, we were talking, like, basically all wrestling for, like, an hour and a half. Wow. Womp, womp. <laughs> better, luck, better luck next time, John. Yeah, so find out if she's married right away, whether she's wearing the ring or not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Anything else in wrestling we need to cover down on? I think we covered basically everything out there. Yeah, I think we're good, man. All right. Well, then, for John, I'm Ryan. We'll see you tomorrow. John DeCani will be here with, I'm sure, a pile of rumors. So uh, we'll see you then. Peace.